I've always been really small, actually. Um, I think people who see me now and only know me since I've been lifting wouldn't believe that, but I've struggled my entire life to be big. <laughs> um, I think after Benny was born, after baby number six, I think I was probably 110 pounds. So weightlifting was a way to build muscle and take up space. My goal is to hit 98, which I think is very doable, and yeah. then convince him <laughs> to do nationals. Why does she need to convince you? I don't know. I just... Are you unsure? A little bit, yeah. Is it just intimidating? A little nerve-wracking, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From a perspective of, like, you know, there's going to be other good lifters there? Just or just the fact that it's more people. Yeah. More people, more <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, more eyes on you, basically, when you're lifting? Yeah. The fitness movement is brought to you by Zor Fitness. We offer coaching and individualized program design, as well as educational content for coaches and athletes. It's all at one place, zorfitness.com. I was just glad it wasn't coming from inside our building. No, like I literally, we got on the highway and I was like, what is that smell? I was like, is that my car? <laughs> what is that? Oh, when I was teaching in Harrisburg, I was in like the basement right next to the boiler room which I don't know who even has a boiler, but our building had a boiler. And it would always, like, get overly hot and, like, stink up everything. And <sighs> it the one time, it literally smelled like that rotten egg, like, gas smell. Ugh. And I was like, I think there's a gas leak. So I emailed maintenance, and they had to evacuate the whole building. And it was, like, a whole mess. But then they're like, oh, it's just a boiler room. I was like, well, it's still not good. Like, That's it still needs to be fixed. No. That's not a good thing. How long is your guys' drive to get here? 50 minutes. Yeah, you guys, like, you're you're basically smack in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It really sucks because there's, I mean, there's not a whole lot of anything. Yeah. Like, you don't even have, like, really cell service. Uh, it's hit or miss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you get, like, high-speed internet? No. We have is Frontier. Is it, like, a dish or something? We have Frontier, whatever is it, is it is. Is that, like, a satellite yeah. kind of? Based? DSL, is that what it's called? Okay. I don't even know. Whatever it is, it yeah. sucks. Man, that's We rough. basically, what does dad say all the time? I pay $120 and it never even works. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that's the reality of So usually what we do is I get, we get good enough cell service. Like I get two bars depending on where I sit in my house. So a lot of times... <laughs> You're like by the window upstairs. You're like, okay, I can make this work. Yeah. And then what we do is like, if Emma wants to watch her Roku TV, we just like hotspot. Because that's fast enough though. We could never do it off of our internet yeah. at home. Man. Well, it is other perks though, living out it there. It is. Yeah. It just sucks when you want something convenient. So what school district are you guys in? Benton. Benton. Yeah. It's two schools. So is it like elementary? So like K through six. K through six, okay. And then seven through 12. Wow. And there's talk of them closing down the high school because they don't have a high enough enrollment. So do they get bus somewhere else? Yeah, North Central, another 45-minute bus drive. Holy cow. Yeah, they catch their bus at 710. Oh, my gosh. 
So I actually, I drop them off because if I drop them off, they don't have to be there till eight. That's so, a huge difference. Yeah. And Just like lose an hour right there. Northwest is further. So, so which, are, are you aging up into the other school? Where, where, are you, where are you, what grade are you in right now, Andrew? Eighth. Eighth. So yeah. you already moved up. Yeah. Yeah. So how old are you? Thirteen. Thirteen. A fresh thirteen. Fresh thirteen. I was gonna say you were just twelve. How, how long ago? Yeah. When was, when was your birthday? How long ago? June. So okay. like. Okay. So you're solidly thirteen, but still, yeah. He's baby. aging up. Yeah, he's your baby. No, but he's a baby yet. Oh yeah. He's not allowed to grow up. <laughs> well, you guys just got done with your first weightlifting meet. Yep. And. uh but before we go into that, let's uh, we'll talk about that experience a little bit. But like, Rhonda, how did you? What was like, just like lifting in general and like fitness for you before like weightlifting? What did that look like? So I feel like ever since I was in college, and this is gonna make me sound really very old here, but like seventeen years ago, I would go to the college gym, and then I started having a ton of babies, and then I stopped for a couple of years, and then. I got back into it. I started with a bunch of like plyometric stuff and in-home stuff. And then somebody convinced me to pick up a barbell. And mm. then I started powerlifting. That was kind of the end of it. Hmm. How long did you powerlift? Uh, about three years. Okay. And I think I started powerlifting knowing that at some point I always wanted to try Olympic weightlifting. But it was one of those things that it's not as easy to teach yourself at home in your basement. Mm. So was it more just like... The, the powerless seemed a little bit more accessible at the time. It was. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a barbell and a couple of plates, you can lift anywhere. Yeah. Olympic lifting is a whole other thing. Like it's a lot harder to teach yourself because it's just so much more technical. Yeah. And I didn't want to hurt myself, so <laughs> I just power lifted in the meantime. Yeah. There's there's a little bit less complexity, obviously. Yeah. Like you can pick up the you know squinch squat bench deadlift a little bit quicker with it being like you can teach yourself and get like the rough idea like yeah okay maybe you're not going to be like an elite level powerlifter if like you're just kind of teaching yourself but like to a large degree yeah it's it's a lot easier to teach that stuff to your to yourself than like youtubing how to snatch and trying <laughs> to teach yourself in your basement it's a little bit tougher yeah that was not going to happen so <laughs> cool um and any reason like weightlifting in particular like kind of uh sparked your interest and like you wanted to go that way I've always been really small, actually. Um, I think people who see me now and only know me since I've been lifting wouldn't believe that, but I've struggled my entire life to be big. <laughs> um, I think after Benny was born, after baby number six, I think I was probably 110 pounds. So weightlifting was a way to build muscle and take up space. Mm. Yeah, like help you with the like confidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that like a big part of it? Um, I think it and it just I've always worked out in some way, shape, or form. Um, but the workouts that I were doing prior to weightlifting were a lot of cardio, and no matter what I did, I just couldn't gain muscle mass. Yeah. And I just I was just skinny. <laughs> Yeah. And I didn't particularly like it. Yeah. So I just wanted to be strong. Yeah. And if you want, if you have to pick what you, what you want to do, like, and you do. Yeah. So it's like, why not pick something yeah. that also like 
kind of moves you in the like aesthetic direction that you want to. And it's funny because I used to always say that I never wanted to lift heavy because I didn't want to get bulky, but <laughs> yeah, you realize how difficult that actually can be. Yeah, it is really hard. It's put it. I see. So I've been Olympic weightlifting for t- almost a year and I power lifted for a solid three years. And it has taken me about all four of those years to pack on about 20 pounds the way yeah. that I want to put it on. Yeah. It's a long time. It is. Yeah. It's, it's usually a lot slower than people realize, but that's, that's the case for most things is like, it just takes a little bit longer yep. than you realize. Yeah. So Andrew, how long have you been lifting? 10 months. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, you were basically pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, basically within the year. Did you have any, uh, <clears throat> background with working out, doing anything before that? I mean, I would watch my parents do it sometimes. I was a little interested while they were yeah. powerlifting. Yeah, you like seeing in the basement, like yeah. figuring out what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Did you jump in at all and do any of those workouts? Every now and then I would go down there and do stuff. Yeah, just kind of jump in with mm-hmm. mom or dad and work out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have fun with it and that's kind of why you wanted to start? I mean, I was somewhat forced to start. <laughs> <laughs> But I do enjoy I it. Didn't <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> it sounds so r- rough. But uh, so you're you're in eighth eighth grade now, right? Yeah. So do you play any like quote unquote like traditional sports like in the school system? No. Yeah. So um, why choose to do weightlifting, which is on your own at the gym here, versus like go into soccer or? track and field or like one of those like again like quote-unquote traditional sports i just really wasn't interested in any of it and i just i'm not very social and i don't like talking to other people that much yeah the the weightlifting thing you can just kind of come in and (laughs) like do your own thing which like watching you especially because mom it's a different thing because like you're you're an adult but for like a lot of the kids that i've worked with like the youth sports athletes it's like a lot of them it's like so hard to get them to focus and like you're really not that way which is like a huge compliment so it's like you're able to just kind of come in focus on what you're doing and like be present in the moment which is like super rare for anyone really especially like you're you're not in like a class environment where you're like tied to the schedule and you've like other people there so i'll give you credit there you definitely uh come and like go to work it's a good good quality to have i slow them down (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which like you know sometimes that's a, a good thing though it's easy to like rush through like what you're doing so it's sometimes if you have somebody else there kind of you balance each other out a little bit a little bit yeah so most uh well yeah most of your sessions are at least the ones here or you're kind of doing it in tandem even if not every single piece is the same yeah so how has that been it's been really great i actually i hate the days that i have to work out alone at home yeah so we should clarify, like you guys are doing sort of like two sessions here at the gym because then, it is such a long drive yep. and then two sessions at home and like you are, it, I believe it's a basement. Yep. Yeah. So you're working out in your basement, yep. which again, even that it, it's, it allows you to do what you need to do to be able to make the whole thing sustainable because you don't want to be able like rushing through. So that, and we just realistically, I mean, we don't have the ability to drive an hour, four days a week. Yeah. It's and a lot. We since we have a designated area, it's, it just works. Yeah. But 
<laughs> when we lift at home, we lift separately because I'm usually at work while he lifts on the weekends and I have to get mine in Monday through Thursday. So those two days when I'm alone, it's just, it's different. Yeah. It's, it's easier, even if like, you're not, you know, you're not necessarily like accountable to the person, so to speak, but you are like, you like feed off their energy to a degree. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a pretty natural thing. Do you feel that too, Andrew? Yeah. I just yeah. told him yesterday, I said, what am I going to do when you turn 16 and you don't need me to drag you to the gym anymore? <laughs> just going to be showing up here on the weekend all the time. We'd have, have to, to find get a new gym partner. I was going to say, he's going to need a, a whole job just to be able to pay for gas. Pretty much. <laughs> so uh, do you find it harder to... Andrew, do you find it harder to, like, uh, focus on the days where it's just, like, you by yourself? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Like, do you, do you ever, like, lack, like, the motivation or just, like, feel like you're, you don't really feel like doing your workouts or, like, do you usually feel pretty excited? Every now and then I just feel like I don't want to do it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you do on those days? I force myself. <laughs> and then in the middle of the workout I start to enjoy it and – Realize I know I should do it. Yeah. So it's like, initially, it's like, feels like you're forcing yourself. Yeah. And then when you actually get into mm -hmm. it, it's usually like, feels pretty good. Yeah. Is that accurate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sweet. You guys just did your first meet in York. So, when was that? Probably almost two hours south of here. It's like two and a half from us. I don't know what yeah. it is from here. I would guess probably around two, somewhere in that range. Yeah. But anyway, still central Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, what, what were sort of your, Rhonda, let's start with you, your expectations going into the whole thing? I don't really know that I had any expectations. I think my only goal was to just, number one, don't fall, because I do that a lot, um, and to just get a total, to just make sure that I had one lift in both the clean and jerk and snatch to just finish with a total. That was my only expectation. Don't fall, get a total success right yeah <laughs> it was <laughs> Andrew what, what were your kind of goals going into I it? feel like probably just to have fun I don't really know yeah because it was your first one like kind of not put a ton of pressure yeah. on yourself just kind of try to enjoy the experience the first time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. were you able to have fun yeah. yeah I enjoyed it cool so um let, let's kind of like fast forward and then we'll, we'll actually walk through the day but like what was like looking back on the experience now, like is there anything that was different that like kind of caught you off guard that you didn't expect that would uh, kind of what happened? Um, I think the only thing really for me was what I had texted you about, yeah. learning that you can actually power any lift. The squat is optional in Olympic yeah. weightlifting. Yeah, and uh, like I'm usually like, or at least a good chunk of the time, unless it's like a secondary lift or something, like wanting like the full lift, so like the squat snatch yeah. or the squat clean. Um, especially since like for you in particular, Rhonda, it's like those are like your, like you're still like working on like developing those. So it's like we do them a lot and realizing that, oh, and then when I actually get to a meet, I don't have to do that exact variation. It's funny because we actually watched, um, I think he's a junior, this kid named Evan from Garage Strength, and he literally every lift that he did was a power yeah and he killed it i was like what yeah so it was it was actually really impressive to get to see a bunch of people mm -hmm. 
that's the other thing, cool thing about like those environments, especially if you are just there to have fun. It's like you can talk to other people, kind of like enjoy it, soak it in, like network a little bit, like from a not not from like a marketing perspective, but like just like you get to see other athletes and talk to them. So it's kind of cool. So one of the downsides of living in our very small town is that this is like the options to lift are very limited and we're very thankful and we will gladly continue to drive an hour to come here. But like places like Garage Strength um, and 1440 in larger areas, there's other children his age that do lift. Right. Here he's like one of few. Right, yep. Yeah, and that can be, and I feel like sport in general can be like a lonely pursuit, especially if it's like an individual sport, like if you are doing cycling or something, unless like you're on a team in like Colorado, like if you're cycling in Pennsylvania, you're probably like, if you're any, and if you're any good, you're on your own, like you're on your own, right? (laughs) And that's to a degree, it's like, luckily, yeah, you two have each other, but at the same time, like a lot of yeah that kind of thing it's like you just kind of have to be okay being on your own a lot of the time yeah it was nice because he got to see a few of like a few children semi around his age there were quite a few junior lifters there which was really nice to get to see Mm -hmm. so andrew anything in particular that stood out to you that was maybe different than what you expected not really i'm yeah no okay walk us through kind of the the actual day of the the meet um what what were your kind of expectations for each of your lifts and then like what actually happened with them for the snatch and then the clean jerk for my snatch i started off at 38 kilos i knew i was gonna get that because i was practicing with it for a while because i warmed up way early like you warmed up like significantly ahead of time, like yeah. before you actually needed to lift. Mm-hmm. Was that just a matter of like not really sure when you were going, or was that more of nerves? Nerves. Yeah, he just wanted to get moving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Then my second lift was forty-one. Yeah. Yeah, and then all my lifts were on top of each other, and I didn't know that the two-minute clock included your lifting time, so I had twenty seconds to complete it, and that threw me off. So I didn't realize this. So you, uh, when you walked out, you only had 20 seconds left to lift? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't, like, call your name or anything? No, they do. So because he's he was the only one in the U13 category, yeah. so he's he always back back. followed himself. Yeah, you're following yeah. yourself. So, yeah. once the, so basically what he's saying is once they changed the weight on the bar, the two-minute clock started. Mm. He didn't realize that was his two-minute clock. Oh, jeez. And by the time he realized it was time to lift, he had 20 seconds left. <laughs> no one didn't realize that he was just, like, not there, like, um, not really paying attention? The guy who was running it, Rusty, at some point did say, and I think it was around the 30-second mark, he got 30 seconds left. And then he was like, oh, man. Yeah. And you have to, like, man. So ideally you have, like, this whole, like, mental, like, kind of gear up for a lift, especially if it's a, as heavy as you can lift. Where that just kind of gets thrown out the window, you just kind of have to go out there. Yeah. I don't know. You did good, though. Yeah, so what happened with that lift? I did that lift. I completed it. It was good. Yeah. I think so. And then what, what was your final attempt? 43. Yeah, and you missed that, right? Yeah. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, it was actually still a really good lift. You actually, you caught a little bit forward and ended up, like, walking forward and then missing behind. But it yep. was it was a really good 
I told solid attempts for sure. I was like, if we'd have put five more pounds on that, you would have you would have hit that one. <laughs> it's funny, like sometimes that works that way, where it's like you get pulled in the right position. Sometimes if you got a little bit more weight on, so yeah. I mean, overall, you're a pretty efficient lifter. Like you have good positions, and it helps when you're young, but you're also very detail oriented, like I mentioned. So it's all good. All right, take us through clean jerk. What did that look like? Um, I started the clean and jerk at fifty kilos. Um, on my first lift, was it the first? It was the first lift. I completed it, but then I dropped it too early, so yeah. it was another lift. So the judges didn't give you the down signal, and you dropped it. Yeah, which was that was like I feel like we did a lot of good things in our like mock meet and like things like that, where we like played with like different like lifting windows, where it's like a really long rest if you had like multiple lifters in between, versus basically you like you're following yourself. But like the one thing that I should have done that we didn't do was the judging thing, like giving you a down signal. And basically. they like literally, I feel like you hold that bar for forever. I yeah. would never, in real time lifting, hold the bar that high, that long over my head. Yeah, so which is definitely a, something that we can practice. Yeah, down so the that road. was a lesson learned. Yeah, yeah, and that's like one of the big things with like competing is like you you get those like takeaways of like you know again like the judge is not making up their mind and taking longer than it should or something right like that where you're stuck there holding it for way longer than you had to or like even like you might have like a tiny elbow bobble and a you know a training which is like you're like hey i'm super happy i hit this weight and then it's like in a meet you get you know red lights yeah so yeah so you opened at 50 yeah hit that wait no you hit it but yeah 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 Yeah, no lift um and then go ahead, keep keep walking us through. Then because it was no lift, I had to stay at 50. Yep. Well, you could have went up. But. Well, <laughs> was it a forced stay? No, it wasn't a forced stay. Oh. We just stayed there. Oh. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what I probably would have told you to do either. Because, again, first meet, you just want to get just a Just get a number. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I was like. We'll just so do then, 50. Yeah, I did 50 again. And then I was really determined to get one or to get 57 kilos. So I jumped up. And I got yeah. it. Yeah. Which is a big jump. Yeah. They, when we told him that we wanted to go to 57, the guy was like, Are you sure that's like 14 pounds more? That's like a 20% increase in lift. And I was like, Yes, I'm very aware. Yes, we we want to yeah. lift 57. Yeah. And at that point, it's like you've, you've had, again, sort of, you, you've checked off getting into this total. It's like, Hey, let's see what we can do now a little bit. Yeah. And if, and if you're confident and you can hit it, that, that's always a different ballgame, too. So. Overall, did you feel like you were happy with that? Yeah, you? I was happy with that. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so looking back, besides like dropping before you get the down signal, is there anything you'd change about it that you do differently? I don't really think, no. Yeah, just getting more experience so you can, yeah. can push the weights a little bit more and get closer Yeah. to like your absolute numbers. Yeah. All right, Mom, your turn. I got to be the lucky person to snatch first. Which was terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. But I made my first lift. Um, what did I even start out at? Did I do 35 too? I don't know. I think I did 35, 37, and 39. Um, and I made all of my snatches except for one, and I got it because it was no lift because I dropped the, far- the bar before the down signal. Yeah. Which lift was that again? 
Um, I dropped one in both my snatch and my clean and jerks. And I think my snatch, it was my 37 kilo snatch. Gotcha. Okay. And then remind me the clean jerk attempts. Um, I did 50. I can't even remember, but I finished at 53. (laughs) Yep. So. I did 50. I hit 50. And then I did, I attempted 53 and didn't get the lift because I dropped the bar before the down and then I did 53 again and got 53. Yeah. So actually like in execution, I mean, that's a very simple fix, right? In yes. terms of like, okay, I learned my lesson. I won't ever do that again. <laughs> yeah. Which is actually sometimes like helpful to learn that way and you don't want to do it at a meet, but it's like, yeah. So, but besides that, you actually like lifted like in terms of like completing your yeah. lifts, getting them overhead, like they went very well. So all of my lifts went very well. And my two missed lifts, my two no lifts were because of stupidity. I just didn't wait for the down signal. Yeah. Stupidity, nah, more so like inexperience. Just like you just didn't really know. No, I just yeah. felt like it was taking forever. <laughs> At one point, I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, looking back at anything you changed differently besides, again, like the down signal thing? No, I think for a first me, I think it went pretty well. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with how it went. Were you nervous in, about weigh-ins? Um, I don't think I was because I had paid pretty close attention for about two weeks prior. Yeah, you tracked it regularly and knew yeah. you were basically trending underneath your weight class most yep. of the time. But I actually, I was kind of surprised because... There was a huge difference between my scale and their scale. Mm. Yeah. I weighed in at 62 kilos, which is, you know, yeah. two kilos below where I needed to be. And that's a considerable amount of weight for somebody my yeah. size. I definitely would have eaten a lot more. Did you eat the morning of? Um. Yes, but not until after I weighed in. Yeah. Because my weigh-in was at right. seven. Right, so yeah, you weighed until afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean... Again, you were up and driving for a while, so that can have a little bit, but still, I mean, two kilos is a lot. I I know. So I was like, what? Yeah. I, I mean, so obviously I was a weight class athlete where I was wrestled all through college. So it was like, you always would have like, you know, checking your scale versus Somebody the else. school scale because like the school, school scale has to get certified, which like, again, if you're, I'm not sure about this meet, but like. If you're at a high level meet, it's going to be like a certified scale where it's like they, they calibrate it to make sure that it's correct and accurate. So like that sort of thing doesn't happen. But like then it's in, you need to make sure that your scale is at least accurate where it's like, or I should say, yeah, accurate, even if it's not precise. Like, for example, like my scale over there, I, I always know it's, you know, 0.8, a little bit heavy. Okay. So then it's like, okay, you can deduct almost a pound and that's going to be, it's always that 0.8 heavy. So it's accurate just not precise if that makes sense so yeah good things to kind of know and pick up on i think andrew actually sent me a text when i was driving home from work the night before the meet and he was according to our scale actually over his weight yeah and then but it sounded like this scale was a little lighter than how close were you i was 43.8 i think yeah so close just under. <laughs> yeah. Which, again, we weren't super concerned about because no. no. you're growing. We'd much rather see you, you know. I feel like it may have actually benefited 
him a little bit to have to class up because he's never going to hit 44 kilos again in another meet. So then when you start talking about national qualifications, he still has to compete in another meet to be able to qualify in his new weight class. So yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a whole nother thing is like, if you're, if you know, you're continuing to grow, it's like, and you know, you're going to again, qualify for an event like nationals. It's like, okay, let's make sure that you're actually in the weight class that you want to compete in when you're there, not like what you want to compete in at your best now. Which, again, if you're growing pretty rapidly at the time, that could be a pretty, you know, significant increase. Which is funny because I didn't feel like you were growing and then we registered and you, like, (laughs) shot up. That's the way it goes sometimes. Goes in spurts. Like, I would have never... We were barely, what, 42 kilos when we registered? Yeah, I think I was I like. Felt like it was a far reach to do. Yeah, he was significantly. Kilos. I remember yes. you texting me like what it was, and I was like, that seems a little far under, but I'm okay with it because again, he's, <laughs> and then he's here young we are. and growing. Yeah, here we are. It's close. Do you have a topic that you'd like to request as a future show, or just a question about training? Reach out to me. My email is ben at zorfitness.com, or you can DM me on Instagram at zorfitness. Lastly, head over to zorfitness.com. If you want to browse all of our previous shows with in-depth show notes, as well as educational content for all things training. So if you do another meet in, let's just call it a few months. We haven't, we don't necessarily have one on the calendar yet, but like, just say you got one coming up. Um, In terms of like preparation, is there things that you would again do differently or that you thought went well in our lead up to this? I feel like our programming is extremely solid, and I don't know that we would be where we are right now without the programming. Um, So I think the only difference for me is just knowing I'm clearly much better at powers right now in my powerlifting, my Olympic weightlifting journey than I am at full cleans or squat snatches. So for me, I'm just going to focus more on leaning in where I am currently and building on that more. Yeah. Yeah, and totally, like, and even, like, if, if you, your goal is to get, like, a new best total, it's like, yeah. okay, let's let's work with where we're at currently while still, like, we still want to prioritize the long, the long term, yep. but that doesn't mean that you can't, you know, practice to be at your best in maybe power variations when you actually get on the platform, so, yep. makes sense. Andrew? Um... I feel like it all went pretty well. Yeah. Like, I felt ready. Yeah. When I was there. It's also good when, like, you basically what, added, like, 30 pounds on each of your lifts. Like, I think it's, like, right around, like, 15 kilos. So It's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. So that's been really cool. Like, your your technique has really gotten pretty clean. Like, a lot of people are in here, like, in the CrossFit classes, like, watching you lift. Like, whoa, like. Yeah, wishing they could move like that. That was basically every everybody older than him in the room when we competed. Yeah. He caught quite a few people's attention. Yeah, and, like, that's that's high praise, like, coming from, like, the weightlifting community because it's, like, if it didn't look good, they, would, they wouldn't say that. Like, they'd be the first ones to let you know that, like, hey, you should probably take a step back because, like, you don't want to go down that path. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like... Did you have anybody in particular come up to you and, like, say anything about that kind of thing, about your technique? 
Yeah. Uh, he got like 50 million fist bumps and that was an awesome job and that was a great clean and yeah yeah that's he's cool, humble though. so he's not gonna say anything yeah i mean that's what other people are saying right so that <clears throat> that's all good if, if you if you go that how way. many fist bumps did you get at the end of the meet and how many people came up and told you that was a great meet a lot yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that's really neat though Cool. Um, what are you guys looking forward to? So we definitely want to compete again. It's just trying to figure out now when is the appropriate time. Yeah. I think we're both kind of leaning January into like February. So we've already started looking for our next meet. Um, he, with the numbers that he just put up, will already qualify for youth nationals when they open for registration, I'm sure. He's like, I don't know, 20 kilos. Do we have a date on this yet? <laughs> Not yet. So no. that's the hold. Um, Masters Nationals, um, they are open, and I have to hit a 98 kilo total to qualify. So that is my new goal. Yeah. At, at what point do you, like, is there a cutoff? February. February. The very end of February. Okay. So yeah. I'm determined to put eight kilos on. Totally doable. I know I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> That's my goal. Yeah. Again, even if you could like walk out there and like power snatch, power clean, jerk. And I would be completely okay with it. Yeah. I mean, why not? Right? Like it's, it's about it's, yeah, it's, your experience. And, well, pe- I think it was kind of odd to me because um, quite a few of the lifters actually did do a lot of powers until their very third attempt. Yeah. Um, but this kid, Evan, like he, it's, and for people who don't Olympic weightlift, it's actually harder to power something than it is to squat snatch yeah. or to squat clean because you have to get the bar higher. So I'm like, I'm actually okay at it. That's where I'm comfortable. So Yeah. And typically if people are out on the platform doing whatever variation, it's because that's like their strongest variation. Yeah. Unless they're like using it as like a two-nut meat and they just decide to, yeah. you know, power everything. Which even that, it's like I feel like that's less likely scenario than they're, they're just – for whatever reason, better at That's powering. Right. So my goal is to hit 98, which I think is very doable, and yeah. then convince him <laughs> to do nationals. Why does she need to convince you? I don't know. I just Are you unsure? A little bit, yeah. Is it just intimidating? A little nerve-wracking, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From a perspective of, like, you know, there's going to be other good lifters there? Just or just the fact more that it's more people. More, yeah. More people, more <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like more eyes on you basically when you're lifting. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, that's something that you don't really have experience with, frankly. It's like mm-hmm. you're in here and like at the most there's a few sets of eyes who are peeking at you, but it's not like they're like focused on you when you're actually lifting. Yeah. So was that a little bit awkward at the meet when people are actually just watching you lift and you're just kind of there lifting yeah. on your own and everyone's watching you? A little bit. Yeah. Do you feel like it affected your lifts at all? I don't think, no. Yeah, not in a negative way anyway. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I feel like the better people get and the more senior you get, like the older you get in your career, like that actually starts to, again, like more so help you. Like you get excited to lift. Like and the nerves can be like aiding and you, you know, having your best lifts. So mm-hmm. that, I think that's very normal to have that. And as long as you understand like, hey, I'm going to feel a little bit – Weird about this. It's going to take some time to get used to, but at the same time, it also can help me lift really well. It's a, that's helpful. I would just, and I keep trying to tell him that 
<clears throat> lifting is something I don't see him stopping anytime soon. Yeah. So if you can qualify for nationals now, get used to it while you're younger and you're still in the youth category before you get into the juniors and the big boys. Yeah. Like the more you do it now and the younger you get used to it, the easier it's going to be in the long run. Yeah, and you can kind of grow up with the sport. It makes it a lot easier when you're – and the the good thing, again, about you is that, like, your lifts are already pretty dialed in. Like, we have some tweaks that we can make for for technique, but largely, like, the foundation that you have is there. So then it's just, like, you can continue to – like, it'll – you'll stay healthy, again, knock on wood, over the long term. Um like a whole lot better. Like you're way more likely to do that if you move really well like you do versus, you know, you're lifting sloppy and just trying to put as much weight on the bar as you possibly can. And it's like, that's, that's not an ideal place to be. But yeah, luckily that's not the boat you're in. Nope. So, yeah. Just keep building. Yeah. Are you excited to get back to training? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last night I actually said I, I didn't like not picking up the bar yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys are on timeout this week. You got a deload week where it's you're still doing some lifting, but it's a little bit more cardio, a little bit more like boring bodybuilding stuff, and no snatches and clean jerks this week. Just kind of giving the body a bit of a break. But neither one of us are like <laughs> we're not endurance athletes. Cardio sucks for us. <laughs> yeah, and like I don't want you to be either, right? Like that, that's all part of it. It's just like you know, it's it's a good thing to have that it as is. a human being, and like it'll help you like improve your recoverability basically between your strength sessions, but we're not trying to make you guys endurance athletes. But the good thing was it was very nice to know that we finished a 21 minute EMOM and neither one of us felt like garbage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's cause we, I, I didn't know that I was capable. Did you? Not really. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you guys have just haven't done much of that. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, uh, you get a little bit more joint health and yeah, accessory stuff, which you guys get quite a bit of that. Like I was even happy doing some like inversion work, like handstands and stuff just to work on. Which we like. Yeah. It was funny seeing, uh, but you, you're the one who's handstand walking, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has the turnaround now. Nice. Got to see it. But yeah, it's amazing how like there's, there's like, quite a bit of that stuff where it's like it, it keeps it things fun and fresh it's like you know it's not part of your your sport or your testing body but at the same time it's you can have some transfer and it's fun and different and there's value in that stuff as well i think we appreciate it i know i do <laughs> yeah i mean you guys signed up to do snatches and clean jerks but at the end of the day like you still want to enjoy your training <laughs> yeah. and a little bit of variety can keep you, you healthy and having fun and enjoying things it's a bonus. I feel like the handstands have significantly improved my overhead strength and just a little bit of stability. So yeah, because you were dealing with a shoulder issue yeah. when, when we first started together, where you really hadn't gone overhead. No, in, in like at all months, right? Yeah. It was a long <laughs> like time, like three months. Yeah, yeah. and man, I, I feel like I think at least for you, Rhonda, like you hadn't connected like a, a clean and a, a jerk. Yeah. Like you hadn't like basically when I got your metrics, it was like clean jerk. And I was like, I don't know. I haven't put the two together yet. No. I was like, okay, we should probably do that. Yeah. It's, um, it's been impressive to see what we have both built since coming here in March. Yeah. yeah. That's been really fun to watch, to be honest. Like, 
again, you don't usually get somebody who's completely fresh who's also like very focused and dialed in with the way that they do things. So it's been fun to watch for sure. So I'm excited for where you guys are going. I'm excited to watch him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you're, again, your lists are, again, I feel like we keep saying this, but it, again, you're humble about it. So we can, we can say it that your, li- you your lists look really solid. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, it allows you to also continue to lift more heavier percentages more regularly and it still like having the desired effect that you want, which is, that's what you're going for. Yeah. And you're motivating. Yeah. Just trying to keep up with you. I said to my husband, this will be, I was like, this will literally, this is the start of the end. I was like, Mm. I will never outlift him again. (laughs) Hopefully Riley doesn't listen to this podcast, but uh, I was out there one day. I was, went over to Kristen. I was like, Kristen, I think I have like maybe 18 months left (laughs) of me beating Riley in these Metcons. I was like, then it's just going to go downhill from there. Just a matter of uh, keeping my dignity at that point. But. I like, I think for me, it's just a matter of, number one, I started Olympic lifting when I'm, I mean, I'm 40. I'm already a master's lifter. So the fact that I could even start to remotely pick it up was pretty cool. But it's even cooler to watch him. Yeah. And I'm actually probably more excited than he is when he passes me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about, like, being like a parent or a coach like you you just want the best for people yeah and it's super it's like rewarding that you get to do something side by side but then you also get to to see him do something that he's really enjoying and having a lot of success in frankly so that's pretty cool it is yeah any last words of insight andrew no <laughs> we did get you to talk a little bit today we weren't sure if we we're going to get any words out of your mouth but we did Sweet. i tried to bribe him <laughs> I'm gonna stop for ice cream on the way home if you talk more. <laughs> Which, that's, what she, that's what she said last night. <laughs> I said, "Do you want some Dairy Queen?" There you go. What, what's your go-to Dairy Queen? Some sort of blizzard. I don't know. What kind of candy? Sometimes it's Reese's. We don't go a lot, so we we don't live by one. <laughs> You got to figure it out when you get there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Usually we get whatever's seasonal just because we live in the middle of nowhere. So that could be your new, uh, new uh, post meat rituals that you guys go to Dairy Queen. So after, in the summer, it's Rita's. <laughs> Rita's, yeah. Usually once a week. Nothing wrong with that. But now they're closed, so Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys. Appreciate You're it. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening today. If you're someone who just started listening to the show, I would encourage you to subscribe so you can stay up to date. If you're someone who's been listening for a while, I would encourage you to rate and review the show. And lastly, the best thing that you can do to support our work is also the best thing that you can do for your performance. And that is by hiring one of our coaches. Until next time, stay the course.